Hello, everybody. Happy June 17th. <laughs> we are two weeks from this year being halfway over. We had quite an interesting interruption called COVID. We've had, what, two, three months of this? And now, now, now we're about to launch. We're about to go crazy. We're about to have the most amazing two-day seminar we've ever had, July 18th and 19th. I know over 13 offices had called me in May and said, already made our reservations, already excited. Let's go, go, go. So I thought today what would be fun, what would be exciting is we'll change things up just a little bit today. I had a request from uh, one of my clients and I really, really appreciate what he asked for. He asked about this, how do I become more of an influencer? I want you to think about how Great, that question is, how do I become more of an influencer? So today's topic will be called being an influencer in your home, your office, and your community. And where does that start? Think about it. <laughs> in your home, in your office, in your community. First, it starts in your head. If you want to be an influencer, you, you have to remember something. You know, there's pieces to this. And never, ever, ever underestimate the importance of finding early in life the works that for you is play. This turns possible underachievers into happy warriors, see? Now, I want you to think about this. When I talk to the top 25 offices at New Beginnings, oftentimes it's very hard to tell if they're working or they're playing. They love what they do, not to mention most of them work three days or three mornings now. <laughs> See, so I want you to think about that. What if you say you love it, but your stats don't reflect it? What if you say you love it, but your stats don't reflect it? Then you truly could love it a whole lot more. It doesn't mean you don't love it, but you have to understand that. See, when you talk to people who are massively successful, People want to know what they're doing. And it's interesting because you always think, well, yeah, if I was doing 300 visits a day or I was collecting 250000 a month, everybody would want to know. It's not really true. You have to be the influencer in, in your mirror, in your home, in your office, in your community for those things to happen. For those things to happen. You know, I was thinking about this. In Modesto, where my two older children grew up and I lived for 30 years, as a rule, nobody knew me as John. Like, really? They didn't. I go to the bank. It's Dr. Baker. I go to the accountant. It's Dr. Baker. I go to the attorney. It's Dr. Baker. I go to the gas station. It's Dr. Baker. And, and you know, I started that at 25. And how that started was I had this vision at 25 as a young doctor working for Dr. Pack, who was 65 as a more mature doctor. Man, if I could just be 65, everybody would follow my advice like they follow his. And it was great because one day Dr. Noli said, well, just act 65. Well, how would I do that? I'm only 25. He said, well, act like me, act like Felicia. Act like Dr. Pack. We're all 65. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. I am going to create the best Dr. Baker. And at some point in my life, I really want to work on creating a really good John, too. This was, you know, 35 years ago, right? And I think about that every day. Think about this. Humility, gentleness, 
helpfulness go so much further and open doors you cannot imagine. Think from a higher level and try to see beyond today. Some hard work and insight will bring you to pass that will reward you so highly. It'll make the little inconvenience you incurred worth so worth it, see? I tell young doctors, clean-shaven, dressed like a doctor. Well, what's that mean? I can tell you this. Doctors wouldn't wear flip-flops into a meeting. Doctors wouldn't wear three, four-day unshaven faces. Doctors wouldn't wear uh, too sensual or sexy or revealing clothes. See, you got to think about this. Don't fight this. Don't fight this. You know, when I look at some of you, I, I, when I look at some of you, it always amazes me how the top influencers in our group always look the part. They always look the part. Yeah, when we're at SAG, they may be unshaven for a day or two, but not most of the time, not most of the time, not most of the time. You know, I, I look at some of you, uh, certainly looking at Dr. O'Kohn's videos, looking at how Dr. Barton carries himself, how Dr. Tejas carries himself, how, and I can go through the whole list, Dr. Patak carries himself, see? How Dr. Tabak in New York carries himself, how Dr. Drury carries himself. You know, when I see those guys, I just want to be better because they influence me to be better, see? See, think about this. Think about this. If you really, really want to be an influencer, don't wait until you've made millions to act the part. Act the part today. You hang out with any of those doctors I just mentioned after hours. They're always dressed to the nines. They always carry themselves really, really well. And there's a ton of you who do. But what we're trying to do is we're talking about being an influencer. I'll tell you what. You don't wear your long board shorts and your Chicago Cubs shirt with your hat on sideways in your community if you want to be an influencer. Well, well it's after hours. Can I be? You could do that. Absolutely. You could do that. See? But if you really want to influence people, you have to look the part. You have to act the part. You have to be the part. See? I'll tell you another thing about being an influencer. It's not about being the most popular guy or gal, see? See, when you lose followers because of where you stand, you strengthen your tribe, see? See? Somebody says, oh, it's so bad, so-and-so left. There's a reason so-and-so left. If so-and-so's walking one way and he's talking another way, that's unacceptable behavior. For a new beginnings corrective care doctor, end of conversation, sorry. Sorry, you can't play along verbally and then do something different physically, see? See, one thing I can tell you, legendary service is one of the criteria that sets an office apart from its competitors. It's the mark of a truly authentic company, and you just can't fake caring. You want to be an influencer? Care. Care like at a whole nother level, see? Care at a whole nother level. See? Somebody says, my gosh, you, you, do you ever just, you know, do you ever just dress down and hang out? Sure. When nobody's around to see me. <laughs> see what I mean? When nobody's around to see me. When I was Dr. Baker in Modesto, California, actually in Stanislaus County, you know, 
Heck, I bought a home an hour away in Discovery Bay just to let my hair down and have fun and have a beer once in a while in public and this and that. And it wasn't but two months and people started driving an hour from Discovery Bay to Modesto to come see me. And it wasn't that I couldn't have fun, but I just realized I had to look the part. I had to act the part. See, you, you can't settle, you know, you can't settle. See, if you, you go to a restaurant and you don't like the menu, leave the restaurant. If you're not on the right path, get off it. See, if you've got a mohawk right now and it looks super, super cool at your gym, how does it look in your office? You know, I'll never forget, and I know most of you heard it, but, you know, last year at a rugby tournament, seeing two wonderful, young, energetic chiropractors, barefoot, short shorts, he's adjusting for 20 bucks adjustment. She's got a very revealing shirt on, short, short, shorts on, drinking a beer. $20 an adjustment. I'll tell you, these young doctors could easily command 150 to 200 if they just thought about the influence that they're supposed to have as doctors. I get it. You want to be young and you want to have fun and you want to go to the clubs and you want to party. That's great. Just don't do it in the community you live in. See? Never do it in the community you live in. Well, there you go. Build your practice. Buy a home, you know, an hour flight away, two, two hours away, and do what you want. You know what you'll find? Once you're an influencer, you don't go back. You just don't. You just don't. False influencers work super hard, gain status, and then they drop right off. Well, you know, I want to hang out a little more. That was all false, see? That was all false. You want to influence people? Realize the importance of gratitude is never, ever, ever forgotten. I'm not talking about saying what you think people want to hear. I'm talking about saying the truth, but you can also be very thankful for everybody in your life. See? See? I want you to think about it. See? Too often, feeling intimidated becomes our excuse not to be awesome. You want to be an influencer? First of all, look at yourself as an influencer. Second, in your home, be an influencer. Be a director. Don't just have everything up for vote, you know? Well, what do you think to your, you know, nine-year-old? Well, it's great that you want to know that, but I got to tell you, if a nine-year-old would rather have candy than vegetables, and you say, well, you know, she really likes vegetable or candy and doesn't like vegetables, and you say it over and over, you're influencing her to what? To like candy. You got to think about this. You want to be an influencer, and you need to be as a CA or a DC. I believe as a parent, you need to be my opinion right? My opinion. You want to be an influencer? You need to do what's right, not what's convenient. You need to do what's right, not what's easy, see? And one of the most important things you can do when you're standing your ground is understand the importance of gratitude is never forgotten, see? Never forgotten. Here's a thought. Once you've committed to being an influencer as a CA, as a DC, as a parent, as a neighbor, as a human, as a citizen, once you've committed to that, you could think about this. Engage, enlighten, encourage, and especially be yourself. See? Engage, enlighten, encourage, 
and especially be yourself because once you've decided you're going to be an influencer, well, guess what? You're probably not going to be the kind of person who speeds. You're probably not going to be the kind of person who has temper tantrums. You're probably not going to be the kind, there's a whole lot of knots you're going to do. You're not going to be the kind of person who blows money. Because if you want to influence, you've got to lead by example so others can follow by choice. You want to lead by example so others can follow by choice. You have to be the doctor. You have to be the CA. You have to control the office where people go. And where do people go? People go where people like to go. It doesn't mean, hey, what would you like? Well, I'd like to come in once. Excellent. Hey, what would you like? I don't know. What do you think? Well, why don't we try that? No. Lead by example so others can follow by choice. John, you're 60 years old. You've had over 400 stitches. You've had over 26 broken bones. You're probably going to hurt every day of your life. When we look at your x-rays, it's a guarantee. But I do know this. If we stabilize your spine, and it could easily take us at your age... And I know you've been to chiropractors off and on for 40 years, but you really, without a shadow of a doubt, all that helped. But what you need is is corrective care. And it's going to be necessary for you to be seen daily for 7 to 10 days. And John, it's going to be very necessary for you to be seen three times a week until stable. And you can count on about 14 to 16 months. And that only gets you to maintenance. And once you get to maintenance, you can count on utilizing that for the rest of your life if you really, really, really want to minimize your future suffering. If not, have a good day. See? See? You got to think about it. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, now you are an influencer. You're a leader. See? Lead by example so others can follow by choice. Why is it so important to have this conversation? Because as a rule, most chiropractors are instinctually, naturally lone wolves. (laughs) We are. I, I look at our pack and it's like so many lone wolves, but so many amazing lone wolves come together. See? And it's a quote I heard from Helen Keller years ago that always stuck in my mind as a lone wolf. And here's what Helen Keller said, alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. See, how did we talk about being an influencer? We said first in the mirror, in yourself, then in your home. See, think about it. If you're an influencer, your home is sharp. Your hope is home is well run. Your home is one of those homes where people say, what is it that you two do to create such amazing children? See, Well, I tell you, the first thing we do is we don't settle. We don't let our kids run around like freaking Indians out in public and then say, well, that's how kids are. No, that's how some people's kids are. See, you want to be an influencer, start in the mirror, then work in your home. By the time it gets to your office, it's the same thing. See, I remember so many times. I forget the name. It's a little... It was a lady, she was a single lady, she had a 13-year-old son, blonde hair, brown eyes, she had a 9-year-old daughter, brown, a blonde hair, brown eyes, just beautiful family, but it was a single mom, and the kid was turning out to be just a real bad deal. Mom was laying down, I turn and I see the kid cuff his sister right upside the head. Unacceptable behavior. 
I grab him by his left ear with my right hand. Now, you don't have to do this. I'm not telling you to do it, but I literally picked him up so his toes were barely touching the ground by his ear, and my hand was crossed over, so I'm absolutely sure there was a lot of torque on the side of his head. And I said, we act like human beings in this office. We do not ever lay hands on girls, women, ever. And he was starting to tear up and he started to whine and his mom looked over and I saw her look at me, I saw her look at him and she put her head right back down. And I said, from now on, you will never put your hands on your sister, another girl or another woman ever. And later on, when you're a little wiser, and I'm holding them up, I mean, we're 20 seconds into this. When you're a little wiser, we'll talk about why we never put hands on another human unless first they engage. I let him down. And he looked at me, and I could just tell. He was like, I, and I said, don't even think it. Don't even think it. You're a gentleman. You're now the man of the house. You didn't ask for it, but you are. In this office and in your home, you will be respectful. Sit down. And he shook his head. I said, sit down. And he sat right down on the floor. And his sister stuck her tongue out. And I go, no, that doesn't go anywhere. I adjusted mom. I adjusted sister. Why? Because women always go first. See? And I adjusted him last. And I said, I'll see you all next week. And they walked out. And the mom, I could tell the mom wasn't really happy. The daughter was happy as could possibly be. The young boy was angry. They came back the next week and that young man walked in. He opened the door, led his mom into room one. I remember when room one, he pulled out a face paper for her. He set it down. He got behind his sister and he sat down. And the mom looked up at me and she said, I was really, really mad at you for about 20 minutes last week, Dr. B. I said, I understand. And she said, about 21 minutes into my anger, I realized you didn't do that for any other reason than to help him and to help his sister and help me. And I have to tell you something. We've had the best week ever. And the boy, like a young teenager, 12, 13 years old, comes up and he puts his hand out like a man. He says, I'm sorry, Dr. Baker. I'm sorry, Dr. Baker. Look at me right in the eyes, holding my hand like a man. I'm sorry, Dr. Baker. I said, did you apologize to your sister? Yes, sir. Did you apologize to your mom? No, then do it now. Mom, I'm sorry for last week. Yes, honey, it's okay. I said, no, stop. Just say, yes, honey. Don't say it's okay. He's apologizing. Don't say it's okay not to. You see, I live in a world where everything matters, everything counts, and everything affects everything else. I'll tell you an interesting story about that young boy. He straightened out really, really well. Now, was it all that day? I doubt it, but that day was a part of it. And when he went off to college, he stopped in the office. And he said to me, and, and, and you know, he said to me, he goes, you know, more than likely, if you wouldn't have straightened me out, Dr. Baker, I'd have been a real jerk. And I said, I believe you were on that path. And I believe it was much more than me, but I'm glad I could be part of it because I think you're an awesome young man. He said, Dr. Baker, I'm going to college for four years. Then I'm going to go to the army. And I'm going to be an officer. And now I know how officers... This is like five years after I picked him up by his ear. He goes, now I know how officers act. He goes, I probably won't be able to pick guys up by their ear, but now I know how to communicate and I know how to live. See? See? Think about this. None of us 
ever do great things. But we can all do small things with great love. And together we can do something wonderful every single day. See? Be the influencer. Number one is a doctor and a CA. You have to be. You might as well carry it home. So when you look at yourself right this moment, do you feel that a lot of people would look at you, see your status in the community, act upon it, and follow your lead? See, and I'm going to tell you, like 99.9% of everybody on this phone, I'll just answer for you, absolutely yes. Here's the question. Could you lead a little better? Absolutely. How would you lead better? You'd always want to improve your position. See? Just because when my children, all four of them were little, people often came up to us and complimented us in public. What well-behaved children. Wish I could do that. When Nick and Andrew were young, sometimes, you know, I was a little feistier back then. I'd look at them, I'd go, paddle their ass once in a while. And they'd go, oh, we don't do that. i go, well, that's why your kid's running around like a banshee. And my wife would get so mad. She's like, can't you just be nice? That was nice. That was nice. You think that's not nice? Wait till that kid's 17 and he or she has done something really, really bad and the parents are picking him up in juvenile hall or worse yet, identifying him at the morgue. You see, you want to be an influencer? Make sure everything matters, everything counts, and everything, and be aware that everything affects everything. You do not influence people by bending over backwards and and being likable. You influence people by standing your ground and being incredibly likable, see? The true mark of a leader is the willingness to stick with a bold course of action. Now, I got to tell you, in the chiropractic world, corrective care is a bold course of action, see? An unconventional business strategy, a unique product development roadmap, a controversial marketing campaign. See, even as the rest of the chiropractic world wonders why you're not marching in the step with the status quo, see? In other words, real leaders are happy to zig while others zag. Folks, you are chiropractic, corrective care chiropractors and CAs. Folks, you, you got to be really happy to zig while everybody else is zagging because everybody's zagging and you're zigging and you're awesome, see? See, the true mark of a leader, they understand that an era, in an era of hyper-competition and non-stop disruption, the only way to stand out from the crowd is to stand for something special. Stand for something special. I think it's very important as doctors, as CAs, as heads of households, as individuals, that we work every day on being an influencer in the mirror, in our home, in our office, in our community. See, be the change that you want to see in your world. God bless. Baker out.